Hello and welcome to the Storybrook podcast. My name is Graham. Um, this is episode 34. This is the book club discussion episode for chapter 17 of The Picture of Dorian Gray. With me today, I have... Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Beth. <laughs> I am English or the host. What? Sorry. Hello, I'm English. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Meg. Before we go any further, wait, stop, stop the presses. Meg, is there oh, anything oh. Uh, special that you'd like to talk about? Because it's your birthday. Oh, I'm just a little guy and it's my birthday. Oh, I'm just a little guy and it is your birthday. Where are his cakes and cream? <laughs> it's my birthday. Yay. Well, I don't think I want cakes and creams. I think I just want the cake because if I had cakes and creams, I would be feeling pretty sick. I believe I you. am lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerance isn't real Lact- on your birthday. Off. Lactose and toddler ads. Yeah, you can pause it for a day, it's right? Actually, yeah. Yeah, it's a conspiracy, actually. It's not real. That like the moon landing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Lactose intolerance was filmed yeah. in Hollywood. Um, yeah, the shadows are off. Yeah, on a soundstage. Um, there's actually no atmosphere in lactose intolerance. Yeah. Like the flags, so, the, the lactose the flags, flags. Can't wait. It's actually move. run by a cabal of cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's pretty good though. I like that. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really giggly today. Yeah, we know. <laughs> anyway. So chapter seventeen. Um, Elish, I think you should give the summary. Um <laughs> I really can't remember much of what goes on except there's one point <laughs> there's one point where <laughs> it just says you gallop with a loose rein. <laughs> that really that really got me. I can't remember what happens. What happens? Um So they're like hanging out, having a little party thing. I think it's at his summer house or wherever oh, yeah. in the country. Narborough's and then back. he goes into a garden and he faints. <gasps> he does No, it's faint. a conservatory or something. He swoons he actually. Down, which I think is really embarrassing. It's quite good. He crap falls, just boom. <laughs> That's the way we like to swoon. <laughs> Because this man takes one up. look out the window and dramatically swoons. He yeah. thinks he sees someone he knows. He's like, I'm just going to fall over now. To be fair, it's not he knows it's yeah. sworn to kill him. I feel like you're allowed to fate under these circumstances. Sorry, I just love the idea of James actually being at the window and just kind of standing there <laughs> like a kid walking in their parents' yeah. room at 3am about to tell him they threw up. Like... <laughs> I feel like James probably now thinks he could kill Dorian by just standing next to him because Dorian would just keel over. Like if you do it enough times, he's gonna like get a brain injury. He probably would. He's done. Probably repeated head trauma from. He's just doing like in my mind, you know that one gif from the Les Mis film where um, Javert's at the window. He's doing that in all the windows in Dorian's house. Oh, just looming. The, um, what, the when he falls down? Javert jumping off the bridge. <laughs> with, with the crunch sound. Oh, no. It's like a crunch, it's like a squish. It's a wet it's so like squishy. That? A wet crunch. Why is it so it squishy? It is certainly the impact of a man who's just kind of like, not jumped, just kind of fell out of the sky. And they didn't <laughs> like, have to film like it like that. Like a sarcophagus. He could have just... Thumping into the set. He could have... have to show him hit a step. Yeah. <laughs> It seemed unnecessary. It's Correct. Tom Hooper's cinematic universe and we're all just living in it. <laughs> we're all the cats, cats man. Here. 
Oh, God. Oh, no. I forgot he did Cats. Yeah. That was the last movie I saw in the cinemas before COVID. Oh, my God. I respect that. That's pretty good. I feel like Cats 2019 did COVID. I feel like I have a worse one, because I'm pretty sure my last film in the cinema was Doolittle. Oh, that you oh, saw Doolittle? No. Yes, I maybe saw Doolittle. Oh my god! You were the one person that saw Doolittle. I saw Doolittle. I, I yeah. I've never heard of anyone else talk about that film. Mm. The uh, Robert Downey Jr. does possibly the worst Welsh accent you've ever heard in your life. I love Welsh. it when people can't do accents. It's great. Why is he Welsh? Since when I was he don't Welsh? No. <laughs> Because saying the word Doolittle in a Welsh accent has a Welsh accent. He just had one, but like a bad Ailish. Ailish was accent better or worse than all of those Welsh characters from the ensemble of Diana the Musical? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to break your ears. Where you only know it's Wales because there's a big sign in the background that says Wales. (laughs) I think we should ditch this podcast and do a Diana the Musical podcast. I I would love that podcast. Please, can we? I'm actually like a super fan. I love Diana the Musical. The reason why Diana the Musical has that bike sign that says Wales in it is because I'm not entirely sure if like Americans in the audience heard we're going to Cardiff. I don't know if they'd know that was Wales unless they were Doctor Who super fans. So Americans don't know that Wales exists. Oh god. I don't think they do. They really I don't. don't. They know it's a country. They really don't. So as someone who tracks down all Americans in their life, I don't know how. I've always managed when I when I was at uni, there was Americans in my dorm and stuff. Um none of them knew where Wales was. I'm not gonna lie, Eilish, when you said it's just on the left. in my dorm, it sounded a bit like you had like an in- infestation. <laughs> I've got I silverfish. I've got Americans. <laughs> I love Americans. Hi, American listeners, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we have a few. We have a few American listeners. We found you as well. <laughs> to you. I love Americans. No American listeners. Come infiltrate my dorms, of which I don't have any because I've left oh, uni. No. <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> bit, bit thirsty this evening, Ada. Uh, <laughs> Where this is coming from? I don't know. <laughs> Peace gives life. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So, back to the chapter at hand, which is not set in Wales, so far as I can tell, it's... but it could be. <laughs> Maybe. Well, <laughs> Maybe. I liked it. They had a little house party. All the men seem incredibly boring. Lady Narbra. This is a Lady Narbra fa- Stand Club. Yeah, we love yeah, her. I love her so um, it, She's so fun. It does, unfortunately, it includes another instance of um, Oscar Wilde trying to write dialogue, something which I mm. don't think he's ever seen a conversation between two people. Hey, I like no. the little snappy back and forth. There was something that, um, there was an exchange between her and Lord Henry that I thought was quite funny. It's like two people trying to do one-liners in two separate rooms and you're listening between the two doors. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's like watching Old, the beach that makes you old. <laughs> That's how the dialogue <laughs> is in that. It's very funny. <laughs> I need examples now, Katie. I mean, all the kids in Old introduce themselves to the adults like, hello, mister, what's your name and occupation? And it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's played very straight the whole time. <laughs> Everyone speaks like a little robot. Oh, also, whilst we're just doing bits that were funny from the dialogue in this chapter, there is a bit where Lady Nara talks to Henry about his spear. 
Oh, he, well. says that, he says that she's disarmed him and she says, not of your spear. Oh, a, bit, a little bit of choice. Oh. Oh, oh. I just like that they give Henry a new name. They're like, your name is Prince Paradox. And he's like, no, I don't want that to be Oh, me. I had that written down as well. Yeah. I love that. Prince Paradox to me is just like a MySpace emo name from <laughs> yes. like 2006. Yeah. It'll be like XX underscore Prince Paradox underscore XX. I just thought that Lady Number was really quick because he says, I won't hear of it. From a label, there is no escape. I refuse the title. And she just replies, Royalties may not abdicate. <laughs> I think it's very funny. I do feel like the nice thing about her in this chapter is that she's kind of almost allowed to be like a smart woman character in the book which is not something that's been allowed before because all the other ones get put down i think she's pretty smart smart. she's very witty oh she no she definitely is but i'm just surprised that oscar wilde allowed a woman to be intelligent in a terrible death next chapter or something that's not a spoiler by the way i can't actually remember what else happens in this book except for the very ending it's a fun little mystery A murder mystery. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Who can say? It's hardly a mystery if there's someone just popping up at your window every five seconds like, you remember me? <laughs> Hello, remember it's me, me Dorian? that guy. Don't it's Chekhov's me. window popper. <laughs> Don't, because I've just finished top. watching... <laughs> a window popper? I've just finished watching Slasher um, season four and the masked, like, it, Slasher is like each season there's a different masked murderer. And um, the the most recent season, he just stands in the background of all the shots with his little mask, and it's Wait. exactly like this book. Hey, let's have a question. Yeah, in Slasher is it all taking place in like the same town? Because that's really unfortunate. If so. No. Oh no, God, that poor town. They're all different. different. I, was, I was about to say it's like Midsummer Murders, where it's like <laughs> how has not everyone left that town? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not quite Midsummer's Murders. They do use a lot of the same cast. It's like a Canada filmed thing, um, which is very fun. If anyone ah, for the tax breaks, <laughs> if anyone knows um, Camilla with the web series, um, they show up and make yes. a witty little um, joke about pretending to be vampires in season one with K- oh, um, Katie McGrath. I watched Carmilla when I was uh, like a. Like fifteen, yay! And it, it it kind of says a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah! What what is this show? Um, it's a web series based on the book about lesbian vampires. Yeah. Woo! She's an old vampire Very lady. She's a vampire that only preys on women and only drinks from their left breast. Ah, specific she has a preference. Because that's where, like, from the left, because that's where the heart is. I don't or, know, like... Graham. You'd have to ask her. But is it the left from the victim's perspective? Yeah. <laughs> I assume it's from the victim's. In the heart if is. What if she's coming around from behind? Side, you'd be like, oh no, she drank from my right boob again. Wait, is Carmilla out of... <laughs> out of thingy? Is Carmilla part of the public domain? It actually might be. If Dracula's part of the public domain, then Carmilla will be, because I think Carmilla came just after Dracula. I think it might have just been just before and everyone's like oh, one of the I'm original it it's 1872 so it is so just before, before yeah before definitely because i believe public domain kicks in 70 years 75. after the death of the author 75 yeah it predates enough. dracula by 26 years apparently. Mm. Oh. lesbians came first 
Correct. You heard it here first. Good for them. Well, unless you already knew that. In which, in which case, case, well you done. Didn't... You're probably yeah. good at pub quizzes. Congrats. <laughs> we don't have a quiz section, but if we did, you'd be winning it. We should do a quiz section, but it's just silent. <laughs> just silent for the answers. Yeah. Write your own questions. Yeah. Off you go. <laughs> I have a note from this chapter Go on. Um, that has nothing to do with the chapter, I mean, but it's just, I feel like Henry would sell NFTs. Yeah. <gasps> You're he so right. He would certainly buy a bunch. Yeah. Interesting. I think he'd get Henry would own a few apes. He would get an early, I think, and then he would like sell them on to the, the slightly more gullible people later on. Yeah. Like the kind of now period of NFTs where people are like, too yeah. late. He would not make up they're with too late in the game. Gone, unfortunately. <laughs> All his, All apes, his gone. apes gone. So sad. The NFT of Dorian Gray. Already We've already done, done that, that, actually. Oh no! <laughs> I thought I was being fun and funky in my yeah. original, but alas. I mean, I feel like the the non fungible, you know, non regulated stuff would appeal to Henry because he does reveal in this chapter that he hates the Linnaean biological classification system. He has to pick like a Latin name for a plant, and he just does not have. He's not got time for that. He wants no. new names. He's really upset he about it. Re- Who to does? be fair, when he said, oh, I want to rechristen everything, I was like, I thought he was talking about a different kind of christening. And I was like, Henry, you're at a house party. That's not polite. It sounds a bit... Mm, it yeah. sounds like he wants to, you know, shag on all the furniture. Oh, I did not put that interpretation. Oh. oh. What did you interpret? You're reading a different book to me. Like, it's the same book. But you're reading it different. Oh, look, I just assume <laughs> that Henry is making innuendos, like, at all times, because he usually is. I think that's a fair assumption. I think that's fair. But it's also yeah. interesting that the two people that come from a faith background thought that, and everyone... <laughs> what I does that really. say? Yeah, you're doing christening differently to us, clearly. Well, I didn't think he wanted I mean, to dunk I was everything in holy water. Not like that. I didn't get that he eventually... I eventually got that he wanted to rename everything, because then they were like, I don't want a new name, but then... Uh, uh, if I walked into a room and someone was like, I want to re-christen all of my things, I'd be like, oh, jeez, okay, alright. I was with you on that, yeah. Thanks. That's an interesting insight into, I think, you guys more than more than Dorian Gray. But... <laughs> there was, like, moments in this chapter that I thought were, like, not uncharacteristic of Henry, but, like, there's a bit, like, just after that rechristening thing where he says about the men who call a spade a spade should be compelled to use one, which is interesting because to call a spade a spade has now become a very politicised term, something that Henry yeah. would definitely agree with. So it was really weird to read that and him yeah. being like, oh, what to nonsense, how dare you call a spade a spade? Like, yeah. I suppose he's more saying that like, if you're one of those people that is like brutally honest, then, you know, you should like be honest in everything kind of thing. He also, I guess, he he likes to, his own life to be sort of ephemeral, kind of flowery, and mm. not meaning not meaning anything yeah. ever. So I guess it's like, yeah, if you want to go and actually have some meaning in your life, you can be one of those people that has to do a job too. I guess yeah. he's too rich to like <laughs> have rich. to assign proper meaning to stuff. I suppose that's how I took it. But yeah, it is yeah. interesting. You're right. Like I suppose. I don't know, maybe it became more politicised a statement afterwards. Oh, definitely. It's, it's like a new thing. I didn't yeah. imagine yeah. calling a spade a spade would be the same context back then, but it was just, it just caught me off guard. No, that's, yeah. I didn't, that hadn't occurred got to me. More also, um, as well. Huh? We got more beauty philosophy. Correct. Went on, banged on oh, about that on. for a while. I, sorry, I just, 
I've arrived. Um, too late to the spade a spade conversation. Oh, 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 no, no, spade um, it on. Let's keep digging. Because there is a line in The Importance of Being Earnest um, from Gwendolyn, who's like an upper middle class lady. And she's like, I can't call a spade a spade because I've never seen a spade. <laughs> and Remarkable. That, it's just... Sorry. Just a little quick player. That's not very good. That is incredible. So yes, it does mean the exact same thing. She's like, I'm, I'm too rich, rich enough to not have ever seen a spade. But how she knows she's not seen one then, if she doesn't know what it is. Well. She might have seen spades all the time. Mm. Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I suppose that it still stands because she's so rich to not know. To the, to the point where she knows what a spade I, is. I don't think she's rechristening the spade. Lily. But it's also it's also interesting she know any because spades like names. <laughs> if you were to take that and turn it to the context that we have today, she probably well no because they had servants, so they would she would have seen black people. I'm so confused. <laughs> I've confused myself. You've confused yourself. Yeah, because I was about to say, well, if she's rich, she would have never like been in the presence of other people. Mm. But that doesn't count because slaves. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> no. A <real> jaunty little <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Talked about politics. All no, I just again. opened my phone and like. The first thing on it was five minute crafts, and it was just a bowl of rotten tomatoes. And I was just like, I don't want to see that. Oh, <laughs> love five minute I don't crafts. want to see that. That's horrid. There's also a weird bit where Lord Henry decides to be unpatriotic, and yeah. that also surprised me. <laughs> oh no, he hates England. He's anti He's anti establishment, is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> you about... Anti disestablishment terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like historically anti-establishment, I suppose, isn't he? But he, she asks him, I think, because uh, I picked up on that too. Like, do you like? Your, don't you love your country? He's like, I live here. Mood. Yeah, correct. That's how all he starts of us talking feel. about the verdict of Europe, and my brain was like, forty-eight percent, forty-eight percent. But the, this chapter did make me have to Google when Rudyard Kipling wrote the poem, "The White Man's Burden." Which is not a fun segue yeah, you want. No. Because, uh, because she's, uh, Gladys is trying to persuade him, I guess, to be more patriotic. And she's saying, oh, we've done great things. And, like, carried the burden or something. I was like, wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. But it came out after the book. Uh, but still, don't like it. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Then they got into eugenics at one point. Really? Yeah, because um, while they're talking and then... Lord Henry asks um, Lady Narborough if she she doesn't... It's, he asks her about something to do with race. And she's like, oh, mm. I don't even know what race is. And he's like, but it shows... Like, I can't... I'm going to have to find the quote, but it's a really... It's, I don't know, he says something that seems vaguely eugenics-y. Oh, is it the bit where um, she goes, I believe in the ra- I believe in the race? And yeah, then he goes, it, yeah. repre- it represents the survival of the pushing. Yeah, that one. I was like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, see, I thought that was more about, like, empire, and she was referring to, like, British people. Yeah. But I guess that, like, that does probably broaden out to white people as well. Yeah. In the context. 
Yeah. Probably. <laughs> no, I think you might be right. Yeah, I mean, based on the yes. other things we've seen in this book. Yeah. yeah. Does... Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I would not be surprised yeah. if there was something that else a little yeah that is a f- racist or untowards that is a f- considering mm-hmm. rampant anti-semitism we've had in the past i would not be surprised if oscar wilde's yeah. disdain extended to other minorities yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be out of character no, it wouldn't. no I'd, yeah i'd probably expect it i would very dislike very much dislike it but yeah i mean obviously you know what's a real shame but... is that to define its limit, which is a quote that I that a lot of people, um, especially non-binary people I've actually seen, will say, to define its limit is like a comeback of, of like, oh, what's, what's gender then, kind of thing. Deeply upsetting that it's said by Lord Henry. How dare that? Yeah, I, mean, I do like the whole to define its limit thing, because I think it's quite fun, but mm-hmm. Lord Henry, Daniel. Is he not the, not the non-binary representation no, you wanted? No, it's not, actually. No. Okay. Good to know. But live from a label, there's no escape. I don't want to talk about you anymore, Henry, and he's like, good, let's talk about Dorian then. My favourite topic of discussion. And then he's like, oh, did you know that Dorian used to get called Prince Charming and then Dorian has a big old freak out about it? He just has a big old freak out about everything, doesn't he? He does indeed. He does have a lot of freak outs at the moment. He's losing he it. I think losing he's losing it. it. Like, actually, he is. Like, do you, okay, do, you, do we think that James Vane was actually there outside? Yes. Oh, absolutely, that... I do. Okay. I think they're both unhinged, okay? I think that Dorian is losing it, but I do think that James Vane is also. <laughs> like, very preoccupied yeah, he's had a good with 20 years to lose and it, killing to be fair. Dorian, like. Yeah. <laughs> like. I suppose if he now, if he can work out that it was Dorian, he'd be able to find the house. But previously, he hadn't been able to work out that it was Dorian. He only yeah. knew the guy who was Prince Charming. Totally... But I suppose he could have asked the other person that Dorian was with um, in the opium den afterwards, yeah. maybe. Like, who's that guy? I literally didn't even think of the, the concept that he would be hallucinating him. Mm. That's so far. I thought he was there. I, believe... I, t- I took it as written. But, you know, if he's that jumpy... Mm. I think it's the unstoppable force of James Vane's want to murder meets the immovable object of just Dorian. <laughs> They're just coming together over and over. He's just always there. He's just always in his windows. It's not even him. It's cardboard cut out. He's just put them all over the city just to freak him out. That would be quite a fun way to... It's like a slow murder. If he's going to get this jumpy and like faint all the time, just put pictures of yourself around London. Mm. <laughs> and every time he sees one, he's just going to keel over. Eventually you'll get oh him. Oh my god, James Vane is like that immortal snail that's always chasing Dory. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> Catching up! <laughs> or, did anyone see that one YouTube video you from like 2007 thing? or something? The, the spoon, spoon guy! guy. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I also thought about Love the, the spoon, spoon guy. guy. <laughs> Ah, I can't remember oh, what he was called. Me neither, but he was just that chasing was, that guy a with classic. a spoon and just hitting him over and over. Yeah. Like, a surprisingly, a lot of effort went into it's that video. It's so long as the... well. It is. It's like, is it like 15 yeah, minutes or 15 something? 15 minutes of spoon. Great. I love it. I can't remember what it was called, though. It's, it's like the surprisingly long death by an incredibly blunt object yes. or something like that. Something weird like that. Anyway. 
that's a bit of it shows our age i think that one but you know oh to be online in the early 2000s i think i only Don't watched that at uni to be fair mm, no i think I, I came across it when i was like very early in secondary school i think yeah it's one of those things where i'll mention to someone that i've not seen it and then I'll hang oh it's the horribly slow murder with the extremely inefficient weapon that's the one and you'd, you'd be like oh my god you haven't seen it then you'd show it to someone and you realize because it's like 20 minutes long it's not as if you can show someone and they'll get the punchline. You have to sit there for 20 minutes whilst they just watch someone run around with a spoon. Yeah, it's um, Which, yeah, and it's a trailer for what is that's gonna work. a nine-hour film. Does that exist, though? Does that no, actually the exist? the film doesn't exist, no. I would like it to. It's got, like, a yeah, full movie like page and everything, and a Wikipedia page. Someone sitting down and showing someone a 20-minute video of... Um, a spoon does sound like me trying to explain all my jokes though every time i go to like tell a funny story i end up sitting there with a very very big long setup and then i'm like and then this really so much context yeah trust me it's funny in a minute i promise it's really funny so what you need to understand is this and then you need to understand this context (laughs) you need to understand this is what they always say (laughs) that's how i explain jokes i like that Ten out of ten, Alish. Actually, it's <laughs> good content. Like Liv was sitting down and listening to me explain the whole Chucky franchise. I was great. I had the best time. Gender fluid. Gender fluid. Gender fluid. Gender fluid. <laughs> so Chucky, we have a a gender fluid transgender child, though. I will have you. Transgender. Transgender. Alright, new thing is saying transgender in a New Zealand accent. <laughs> yeah, apologies to our New Zealand listeners who might exist. Um, it's really fun, Just check if we have any New Zealand listeners. Like, we do. Fluid. I'm afraid it's also really uh, fun. We gotta apologise. Our sixth most listened from country in the last month was New Zealand. Aww. So, That's <laughs> hi cool, guys. Though. Hi everyone. Gender fluid. Yeah. See? That's fun too. <laughs> New vocal ticks with Liv! <laughs> they should have never brought up Chucky. God you should have done. The context is last time Alish and I hung out, I just. I, she, she, I can't remember why, but I just literally sat down and was like, tell me everything about the Chucky franchise. I will, and I will. I'll go on long part. tangents about like, Jennifer Tilly. It was like listening to a podcast, except for Alish was right in front of my face. <laughs> I, I love Jennifer Tilly, especially when Jennifer Tilly is voicing Tiffany, but also playing Jennifer Tilly as Jennifer Tilly, right? who is then possessed by Tiffany, who's voiced by Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> Correct, who is auto- artificially inseminated by the doll Tiffany. I need by the doll chart. Tiffany, who is Jennifer Tilly. Yes. This. <laughs> this is a Mary Trotsky doll of characters. Mm. Mm. I suppose that tracks. Kind of. It does. It's it's certainly on theme. My current obsession is a musical about a roller coaster that kills six children. Excuse me. Oh, that no, not does not sound like it's in good taste. No. <laughs> no, it's very good. It's great. And it is Ride the Cyclone. It's fantastic. What? Um, basically, the premise is six kids who are... This is real. A... This is a real story. No, it's not real. Oh, thank it's a, God. It's okay. Just, it's a fictional story. Um, who are in like a chamber choir together at this Catholic school go on their 
on the roller coaster at their local fair um, and then die in a freak accident. And then they go to like this limbo purgatory place where like a fortune telling machine who can actually predict death basically tells them, hey, I can give you the power to like give one of you life again, bring you back to life. But you need to prove to me who's the most deserving. I heard of this. So it's essentially cats backwards. <laughs> so instead of cats like singing songs about who should die, it's it's singing songs about why they shouldn't die. You boiled Have cats you told me about this like before? That. Does one of the kids betray one of the other kids? I feel like you've told me about this before. No, they don't. It's actually a really short show. It's very fun. It's very Sounds funny. It. Enjoyable. Really funny Soundtracks. fun show about child death. <laughs> What's it called? No, it's called Ride the Cyclone. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, you did say. Yep. Uh, it's very fun. Uh, it's actually, well, obviously it's very sad, but um, all the kids are just real, real nice. Um, apart from one of them who is spooky. Um, uh, spooky child. Spooky child. A child. Uh, that's, that's Jane. Jane Doe. She was decapitated. Oh. They found her body, didn't find her head, yeah. um, so no one knows who she is, and she doesn't know who she is. That's and How yeah. do you not know who you were? It's awful. Like, I feel like even if I lost my head, I would know who I was still. She doesn't... She just, does she not speak? It, it, is she just like a headless musical corpse? Logic. No, she does speak. Um, she, she does, and she is spooky. Oh, good for her. Um, she has a little headless doll that she carries around. And the actress who plays her um, wears, or at least in the productions that I've seen photos from, wears like a little curly blonde doll wig. No. Uh, And black sclera Uh. lenses. So she's got like void eyes. I'm looking up pictures now. She does indeed have void eyes. Void eyes. Dorian got decapitated. She's my favourite by far. If Dorian got decapitated, would the head vanish off the portrait? Or would top of the portrait go missing? I feel like the portrait would just not have like a head. The pl- the head would yeah, just disappear. Probably. Not yeah. like the top. It would just be like a decapitated portrait. Dorian's guy. actual head would be fine, I think. But if he destroyed the painting, would his head immediately fall off? Like that one short story about the girl who wears ribbons <laughs> oh, no. around like, her neck. <laughs> it'd be like one of those like anime fight scenes where you think nothing's happened and then like the head would just slowly slide off. Slides like, off. Like... <laughs> Is that what happens if the portrait gets destroyed? I've never read this book. I know, <laughs> you. No I know I'm, I'm just I'm, speculum- I'm speculating. I did not tell you. I assume it catches up with him, right? Like... I'm assuming something Can happens. We're like two chapters. I think you'll find out in two chapters. Yeah. 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 Actually, it ends with um, so Dorian escaping to Monaco, where he makes his fortune. And then, then Ocean's Eleven starts. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> he opens a casino. I would watch. His lover betrays him to the devil. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know the film, like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the one that was bad, but it had a Dorian Gray character in. Mm-hmm. I would watch that, like, cast of weird, like, I think it had Frankenstein and all those kind of guys. That, but it's Ocean's Eleven instead. Oh Hell yeah. Very good. Heist, heist, heist. Like, they're doing a heist. It's Dorian Gray, uh, the guy from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, uh, Jekyll and Hyde. I can't remember who else is in the film. Doesn't matter. Just get a bunch of weird dudes. Dorian's Dracula, the face. Maybe? Is he there? Oh. 
Yeah, Dorian's, Dorian's the face. I feel like... Uh, oh, Who... Okay, without knowing who's in the film, we can't run through who everyone would be. But if the characters of the book... Yeah, there we go. Oh, there we go. On topic. We're to do a heist. <laughs> They'd oh, all be the face. No, all of them they are absolutely incompetent. Jail. It'll be awful. They'd all be the face. It would be very funny. They would. They'd all be trying to do the same thing. They'd, like, not listen to each other at all. (laughs) I'm imagining, like, Henry's wife tries to do, like, a really good briefing for everyone, and they're all just, like, looking in their pocket mirrors and stuff the whole time. (laughs) Just five men show up at the bank door, like, hello, we've come to distract you, and nobody's doing the heist bit. (laughs) Doran's trying to like like smooth talk his way into the to the bank and then he sees someone who looks like James Vane like behind one of the booths and he just <laughs> keels over. Out. Hits that marble floor. Bonk. <laughs> Skadonk. Lights out. Yep. It's not it's not a good day to be a Dorian. Conspiracy theory, Dorian Gray just has pots. <laughs> he just keeps fighting because he's just ill. Oh dear. Poor Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little boy. Maybe it's that he's under withdrawal from the drugs. Although they probably brought drugs to their house party. It is funny to me that they call it a house party in the book great. because that evokes a different image to, to what's going on. I would love to see Dorian Gray at a house party He'd wear a little silly little mesh top. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lady Narbor turns up with like a six pack of dark fruits. <laughs> and she gets into like... An orcs cable. <laughs> philosophical um, debates with all the boys. yeah. She's like, no, 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 you've got to understand that this is how life works. And they're all like, I think mm. you'll find. She's read Judith Butler and she's ready to fight. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> there's another bit, talking about women, there's a bit yes. where um, the Duchess just goes, and women rule the world, I assure you, we can't bear mediocrities. And I, ha- like, reading this book, you can, you all bear mediocrities, you're all married to them as boring men. What are you they on are. about? That's like her own marriage, right? Is that she's canonically married to a really boring guy. Yeah, that's all the women do in this book. Put up with mediocrity. I know. You're a liar. I like that she says in the Trojan War she'd be on the side of the Trojans because they fought for a woman. I'm like, is that supposed to be a feminism? No, it's supposed to be like, Like, oh, you're such a silly woman. That's what it's supposed to be. Like, that's not a girl boss moment. Or is it just lesbianism? You don't think Helen McCoy's a girl boss? No, I don't think Helen... Jesus Christ. (laughs) i'm curious like do, do we think helen of troy was a no. girl boss <laughs> she did just Why not? stand and wait right like she didn't do much she which is you know, valid like sometimes women don't have to do much but like it's not very girl boss of her no hmm. fair enough i reject the concept because i'm still upset about the trojan horse not being real really very distressing yeah, to me same. really upsetting very really upsetting. hard for me yeah. to I, take i thought about that real. the other day and i was like mm. don't like that why are we taught it like, as if it exists yeah yeah i mean troy existed it's they think like, they found it. It's like Graham when... told me the other day that pirates don't bury treasure, and it really upset me. Sorry, from one guy who kind of did it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's like one dude who maybe did bury treasure, um, but it might but... have been a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just really committed to the bit. And then Treasure Island came out, and everyone was like, "This is the best idea oh, ever," yeah. and it was. To be fair, Treasure Island, good time. Yeah. To be fair, where Particularly else? Particularly if you have your treasure. Well, spend it. No. <laughs> no. Drink it. You would you would 
drink all that treasure. Not if it was gold, obviously. Like, you'd buy alcohol with it, then drink that. Not, I'm not implying <laughs> that we all the molten melt, gold. melt gold and drink it. But <laughs> That was a death in Slasher. That was a death in Game of Thrones as it well. It was, it was. I oh, know they poured it over his head, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, they poured it into this woman's throat. That was a bit nasty. That she is just, quite nasty, actually. She just thought she'd won the game as well. Classic women. <laughs> I'm really now, not... Now, we don't have time to unpack all of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really painting a picture for the listeners. <laughs> you are. You really are. We're learning a lot about you today. I feel like this is your episode. I don't... <laughs> No. Everyone gets a little like character development episode. This is yours. Oh no, <laughs> this is not. It's all part of our our long form plot. This is actually like a fictional plot podcast. We have that would narrative. be very funny and silly. <laughs> it would be quite cool actually if we pull that off. <laughs> We're all fictional people. We're all fictional characters reading a characters book together. Doing a bit. Yeah, I don't know what the actual plot would be. We finish the book, I guess. It's pretty low stakes. We just never release the final chapter. That's it. It's an ARG. Ooh, keep them guessing. <laughs> it's a cliffhanger. That's what everyone thought we were doing over Christmas. <laughs> just yeah. yeah. Just oh, yeah. I meant to mention that earlier. Um, welcome back. It, after our two-week break, it's because we were doing a Christmas. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's it. There you yes. go. We had a nice time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you had a nice time, too. I ate lots of food. Okay. Did you get some Terry's chocolate orange and your stocking? I did. I haven't eaten it yet. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I'm you didn't? annoyed about it. It's my first year. I can't get one. I, I don't get stockings anymore. See, yeah, I, no, do I. I don't get. A, oh, I, I do. And my mom, every single year, my mom goes, "Do you think you're maybe a little too old?" No. And I'm like, "No, never." <laughs> what do you mean, never. mother? Too old for Terry. I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, she is joking when she says that. But like, stockings for us is just like toiletries. Mm. It's just oh, that's different. Nice. Flavours nice, like of like body spray yeah. and stuff. Flavours. And then um every single year I get a box of matchmakers. Oh, I love like those. Those matchmakers. So um which are like they're they're good. But um it's because I remember the first year they came out, I think I must have been like six, maybe. And every single I only asked for them one year. And then every single year I've gotten a box. So it's, it's like a tradition thing and it's very cute. And I don't really usually eat them. <laughs> They're not actually my favourite <laughs> thing in the world. But I do appreciate you giving them because it's like, oh, they remembered. That's very cute. It is tradition. A little bit of bit of megalorphy there. Mm, trying to steal Maybe it. it's actually the meg now. episode, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was surprise. A, I must it was a deep let's, twist. let's all learn about meg. We love meg. What other Meg facts Eilish. can we share? Let's all learn about Eilish. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't have any cool facts about me right now. It's no, you did. It is your birthday. That's a cool fact. That's a nice fun fact. Stick on after the um, credits what we all sing. After and you used to live opposite a spooky pub. That's another fun Meg fact that I like. Other fun Meg fact is that I did used to work in a spooky pub. gift arriving for Meg tomorrow. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm excited. I'm very excited also. I'm excited. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You'll have to tweet what it is on the on the account. Pardon? You'll have to tell everyone what it is on the account because otherwise they're gonna totally be on ten hooks for Oh yeah, week. I need to I need to log in to I've actually never logged into our Twitter account. What? 
I've not. It's so fun having that power. Actually... Just knowing I could tweet anything from there. I don't, but I could. I don't want to disappoint everyone. <laughs> I mean, I need to eat. You understand that I need to get a good grade in posting on the Twitter Meg, account of this set podcast. The bar so low, okay? Like, so low. But I will somehow lower the tone it of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to do that? Respectfully. <laughs> Consistently lower the tone of this podcast. I think if you manage to like, you know. lower the tone of our Twitter account, that actually would get you full marks because that would be impressive. Mm. I'm not saying that's a challenge, oh, but oh. it could be. I, I, I'm taking it as a challenge. Yeah. I've taken it. It's been taken. It has been taken. Challenging. I'm take it back now. There is a part in the book where someone asks if Dorian's found pleasure. <laughs> he says, often, which is very good for him explicit without being explicit (laughs) in fact he doesn't just say often he says too often (laughs) which sounds like someone who brags about being able to enjoy themselves more than one time in a day (laughs) oh it's a weird thing to brag about but yeah that was a weird point in the the book chapter today you want to tweet about that Tweet it as a poll, you know. <laughs> the poll, the poll is how often have you found pleasure? Often or too often? Not often or enough. Twice a day. Fairly often. Often. Too often. <laughs> <laughs> There's not like for for such a ball ending of a chapter. There's not a whole lot going on except to have no. a lot highlighted, like just a lot. But there's nothing. Because it's all snappy. Yeah, really snappy. Snappy snaps. Except that time where um, <laughs> he just calls women sphinxes without secrets. It's a bit yes, rude. Yes, I liked that. I think I made it the title because it was fun. Oh, really rude. That's my new um, Tinder bio. Sphinxes without secrets sounds like someone's like very pretentious Tumblr username. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. It sounds like an like a folk punk band name. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Like you have the mountain goats and supporting the mountain goats you have Sphinxes Sphinx without secrets. A strictly animal based show. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even clock that, but yeah. Animal based lineups only. Yeah. <laughs> Get your animals out. Animal Get from the mountains is just there doing a drum act. That would absolutely. I would watch Everyone that. needs a drummer. Yep can't think of any more bands with animals in them. Sorry, lads. I don't listen to music. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be loads of them out there. Yeah, probably. Um, Let's not waste our podcast time listing them. No. no. Does anyone else have anything more for chapter 17? No. Else we shall wrap up. Very well. Well, in that case, uh, we shall see you next week for chapter 18, the audiobook. And then the week after, we will... Hopefully all return. We'll try and drag Lucius along too to discuss yeah. that as uh, probably Dorian's fallen over again. Mm, <laughs> Onto a knife. Non-stop thrills. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It would be really convenient if James has just stood there with a knife and Dorian fell onto it. What? <laughs> <laughs> he just falls open him. to an open dishwasher yeah. and the knife's pointing the wrong way. That was a death on Chucky. <laughs> Sorry! It's oh. not... It is on the Chucky TV show. Wow. There's Chucky lore for everything in this book.
Dorian Gray is just a thinly veiled remake of Chucky. That's what I'm learning today. <laughs> Where's <laughs> Jennifer Tilly? <laughs> Where is Jennifer Tilly? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Which is like Jennifer Tilly Sybil Vane, or is she? No, she's definitely like Henry's wife. Either Henry's she's wife or Lady Narbra. He made a deal with the devil. She's that one. She's that lady. Excellent. Well, with that established, Happy New Year, everybody. We will see you next week. And goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.